0: Hey, welcome back. Thanks for like 95k. Uh, first of all, I- I'm, sure the, it, I'm sure that
1: this is his idea of a joke. It, it's always hard to tell because he doesn't know what humor is, but... The, like, if we take him at face value, he is a an utter genius, right? Smartest person in the okay. country. Knows about rockets and cars and stuff. He's not just the CEO. He actually knows about that stuff. Uh, knows about AI and everything. That it wants us to believe that he thinks that for something to be a poison, it has to kill you. It has to kill you instantly. That okay. is not actually what poison is. Okay. Uh, look, it, it, should it be classified as a poison? I don't know. I personally think that yeah, it largely has negative impacts on the body, especially over time. They accrue. The they get worse. I just have have to weigh in on
0: everything. He doesn't.
1: I'm saying no evidence has been presented that he knows fuck all more about nutrition than literally anyone else. Much. 70. Um I am going to keep it real with you. There are days in which there's not a lot of news, not a lot of like, you know, fascinating big things to jump into, and then there are other days where dear God, there's way too much to have any hope of actually covering it. We're gonna do our best. Thankfully, we have not only the pre-show, the pre port, but, of course, the full show. That'll be coming up in a little bit. Benny's going to be joining us in the show. which will be a lot of fun.
0: Bombastic.
1: Including Jamal Bowman uh, going to town against uh, Thomas Massey. Uh, The New York Times doing some really fascinating uh, visualizations of the actual effect of rounds fired by AR-15s, comparing them to, for instance, um, like 9mm uh, handgun ammunition so we gonna be jumping into that we've got some international news we've got some QAnon conspiracy theories we've got oil being drilled all over the place so there's a lot there's a lot going on um that so we're going to talk <laughs> about <laughs> and that's all that might as touch mighty all, represent we have the show show So, the report that we're going to get into right now a pretty amazing video of uh aoc fending off uh the libs of tiktok person in the halls of Congress. Uh, perhaps we'll get to that if we get to a 1,000, likes. we'll um, have to you see. Know, okay, before that, though, why don't we jump into our numbers and see what's going on. We again see that we are getting a slight increase in the COVID test positivity rate. Weekly deaths have gotten very close to 2,000. It doesn't look like it's likely to drop below that, at least in the near future. So some of these Um, numbers are moving in the right direction. You see these daily hospital admissions numbers continuing to go down. We'll see if that ever gets below 5,000. That's sort of mentally what I'm looking at. I'm looking at less than 100,000 cases, 5,000 daily hospitalizations and 2,000 weekly deaths. We'll have to see. I mean, it would be great to see that. um, we are you talking about? As well, but I'm going to stay
2: tuned and see if that actually happens. Um, every once in a while we do. very briefly in terms of how
1: serious the people around you like, going about your day seems to be about the pandemic scale of one to ten how would you rate that with ten being you know maybe like the first week of lockdown or whatever when basically nobody wanted to be near anyone was going masks, and all that um i'm assuming there's not a place in the country that's actually like that but do you see any okay, so the highest I've seen so far is from the two says three. How low put a sixty nine? That's not that's not on the scale. Okay, so I don't know what a two or a three would be. I guess that is some individual, maybe older individuals or people who are sick actively. Just masking.
0: about to split it's fucking boring me.
1: Anyway we'll see. What's going on we'll news see. wise? Oh, I don't wanna really go like super in depth in this. Oh and bear in mind, thousand likes gets us to the AOC C TikTok video. Come on. So I don't know if you've sure. seen this update about the fight between Ron DeSantis and Disney. So because Disney did some mild pushback against the Don't Say Gay bill, uh, Ron DeSantis thought, oh, I can attack Disney and pretend to be against corporations or the elites or whatever. <laughs> well, uh, not actually be. Um, so they did this thing where they were taking over the sort of the independent governance authority that Disney had over this region, but found out that before his new hand team was able to take over, Disney had already effectively locked in the governance that they wanted, the rules that they wanted. Right and on. so uh, the ability of that DeSantis team to come in and then wildly rewrite things uh, wasn't what they thought it was going to be. Uh, look, and I'm going to keep it real. Feel free to let me know if, if you agree on this. I don't know exactly. What did they even intend to do? What did they... What did they plan to do? What was so desperately in need? I mean, look, you could have progressives take over and say, oh, no, we're going to push for uh, better working conditions and higher compensation for the workers of Disney, who have been long overworked. You could do that. And by the way, actually, let me see if I can get the details on this. There was an increase in pay that I believe the union has agreed to. Okay, yes. So there's this agreement. It's going to raise starting minimum wage to $18 an hour by the end of the year, thanks to the union contract. Again, reminder, unions were what allowed uh, that to happen. Workers will see their hourly wages rise between $5.50 and eight sixty dollars an hour by the end of a five, the five-year contract. So that is good news. Great to see that. But it's not like that was something that this new team was going to uh, like push for. I, I honestly don't know. Did they think that By pushback on the geographic authority that Disney had, they would be able to control some of the social, political messaging of Disney? I don't think that that's possible. I just want to get past this and get to work. Some of that is amazing. I just want to get past this. Well, yeah, when you're caught lying multiple times, I'm sure that you do want to get past it when you're a fucking liar. It shouldn't be up to you. But I bring this up. I put up this picture of Ron DeSantis... For a reason, I made a TikTok about this recently. It's just a reminder to all of you. He won, okay? No, he didn't. He's in Congress. She did. He's not going anywhere right now. I mean, he'll probably get beat in the primary or whatever. He'll get replaced by some other Republican. But for now, for the two years.
2: In
0: Florida, turned away in Florida.
1: He won. When he says, I've addressed it, I don't feel like I have to address it anymore, he's right. He doesn't have to address it anymore if he doesn't want to, because it doesn't fucking matter if he does or not, because we are, we are defenseless in terms of our ability to actually do anything about it. Did I call him Ron DeSantis? What? George Santos. I apologize. Their names are very similar. Okay, George De DeSanctimonious doesn't have to answer, Meatball George doesn't have to answer questions about this. He actually won. Those insane lies that he was telling for literally years. He's okay. He doesn't have to do it. Anyway, okay, Peter Wilkes says, can we get a story in the Church of Satan creating the Samuel Alito's mom's abortion clinic as a religious ritual? Yowza. Okay, well, anyway, we're going to move to one or two more stories, and we'll have to see if we get to the AOC story. We're not at a 1,000 likes yet. We'll see, we'll see. Mammoth meatball run I saw this headline, <laughs> and I want to know what you think about it. This is on Insider. Insider, by the way, is a news outlet that I like. We've had people from Insider on many times. Elon Musk said he eats a donut every morning and is, <laughs> quote, still alive.
0: Ha, 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 ha.
1: I saw that headline, and it just made me very mad. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that there isn't a justification for writing this article, as we'll get into it. But when you just see that headline, you think, does this need to be a thing? Does this need to be an article? Well, first of all, thanks, First of all, everyone eats a donut every morning, because all American breakfast is donuts. It's in different forms, but it's all donuts. Um... Anyway, what he's talking about here is Dr. Peter Diamandis, apparently a doctor, posted a tweet saying sugar is poison, to which Elon Musk said, I eat a donut every morning, still alive. First of all, I'm sure that he doesn't. I'm sure that this is his idea of a joke. It's always hard to tell because it's Elon Musk and he doesn't know what you...
2: But the same news,
0: man. Idea, like, Fast forward.
1: We didn't know what she looked like. I don't know why anyone would. Um, but anyway, post her picture with her. And that's when she sprang on her that she's there to file a grievance against her for supposedly lying about her in a way that we'll get to in just a second.
3: side the cannon building i was here last
0: week because i attempted take note to of the music they're playing in a committee hearing she cowered away she refused to talk to me so i'm back here today one week later and i'm going to deliver her an ethics complaint that, I-
1: that apparently was signed by a three-year-old uh so they put the like light happy clown music so that you'll ignore the fact that the only reason anyone knows who that woman is is for spreading Homophobia, transphobia, hatred, fear. Uh, all of that. Inspiring people to be afraid of those with very little power in our society and in politics, to hate them and to believe that they should be stripped of their rights and perhaps killed. That is actually the mission of the movement that she is a leading this member is boring, of. Me, um, man. But to actually be clear about that should.
0: that that's Okay, um, let's see what else. Breaking news is Trump. Oh, shit. Oh. Indictments loom. Oh, shit. Waiting. It's not uh, eleven. A seventy seven waiting. Mm, Trump lives over a new poll 23 minutes ago.
1: Hi, it's to yeah.
0: been Blessings to you.
4: I'm need- Ben Mycellus from the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump is ranting and raving like the lunatic he is over a new poll that was released by Quinnipiac, which shows that he would be trailing President Biden in a hypothetical Mm -hmm. uh, showdown. I'll read you Donald Trump's posts shortly. And as Donald Trump realizes that he's just a massive loser, he just continues to spread election conspiracies and the big conspiracy that he's pushing now to try to have another insurrection soon or uh, following the results if he is nominated by the MAGA Republican Party uh, to be their cult leader who they nominate to run against President Biden after he loses to President Biden, he's going to claim it's because the prosecutors, and as he says, the prosecutors and the uh, grand juries and uh, the criminal investigations of him. He goes, it's the new ballot stuffing. It is completely deranged stuff. Um, I'll show you what he's saying about uh, the poll, and then the conspiracy theories, and then what he's saying about Ron DeSantis. So you're going to want to watch this full video because it gets interesting. Um, Donald Trump writes in this post, polls can be worse than the written word. The new Quinnipiac poll that has me two points behind Biden is fake and he puts FAKE all in caps, because they didn't sample nearly enough Republicans. These polls are fake, he writes that again, just like most of the media is fake. They all work together. We're not going to let it be taken away again. You see, he has the threat at the end, we're not going to let it be taken away again kind of merged with the conspiracy theory of that it's being taken away versus the fact that he's a loser. What's interesting, though, about what he says, too, is he goes, they did not sample nearly enough Republicans. Lie. But one of the things I always talk about is what does it mean to be a modern Republican today? And I've said in posts, and we've talked about it on the Midas Touch uh, Network and on our podcasts, There is a shift in the political paradigm, and the way we talk about it, our discourse about political parties needs to reflect the reality that exists right now, which is it's no longer on the one hand you have Democrats, liberal progressives, and on the other hand you have Republicans are conservative. That's not really what exists anymore because this modern day Republican Party is not a conservative party. They are the MAGA Republican Party, which is authoritarian and fascist and doesn't believe in democracy. So the paradigm, and we saw this in the midterm elections as all of the large media was pushing the narrative of the red wave, but here at the Midas Touch Network, when we had people on like Simon Rosenberg and Tom Banyer, people who were reviewing the data, we were always saying here, no, the large media networks have it wrong. Their data is completely off. And to me, the real paradigm that exists is you have pro-democracy Democrats, which includes progressives, liberals, People who are actually conservative, not this fake performative fascist crap. Independence. <laughs> Uh, as well as people not affiliated with political parties. It's a big tent pro-democracy Democrat. To me, Democratic Party really is the party of democracy. That's what it means. And there's disagreements, but good faith disagreements and ultimately a support of our democracy. And on the other hand, you have MAGA Republicans, fascist, authoritarian, QAnon. And I think that's the real distinction here. And so I think as we move more to 2024 and people see, the Someone like Donald Trump, who's a cult leader leading the Republican party. Yeah. You may somehow have 20%, 25% of America that supports this cult, also largely fueled by traitorous propaganda networks like Fox and OAN and Newsmax injecting disinformation for profit. Meanwhile, they mock their supporters, uh, in the background. But, you know, I think overwhelmingly 65, 70, 75% of Americans who care about truth and competency and compassion and humanity and democracy. Look at posts like this where you have a malignant narcissist saying fake, 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 take it away and go, you know, this is is not what America's all about. And I think that's where most of the country's at. I called it previously the exhausted majority, but it's exhausted no more who we support democracy. Here's Donald Trump's other post. He goes...
3: They're called Bionic Boomers, <laughs> seniors once riddled with debilitating arthritis pain, given a new lease yeah. of... He's
4: bragging about this photo taken by AP. He goes, no, that was an actual photo taken by AP. And knowing AP, they would try to make me look as bad as possible, not better. But the photographer obviously did a great job. And then it has some right-wing propaganda periodical called the Western Journal. It says, people can't believe photo of Trump is real. Accused supporters of editing it. One trigger liberal inadvertently offered Trump a very generous comment that is beyond parody and laugh out loud funny. Like, who are they talking about? One liberal? I don't know who are we talking about? One liberal said this, and so we're going to write a whole story about it. Look, when I look at this photograph objectively, that is not a big crowd right there. I mean, this photo that you're bragging about, I mean, I think the estimates were about 1,500 to 2,000 people who were there. I know you want to claim it's 25,000 or 50,000, but if you think this is the best photo, and by the way, there's overhead aerial photos, um, which that's show lie, uh, how uh, small this crowd was, but you know, this is a small rally. It's a small get together. You got some bleachers in the back. You got, a, you know, a thousand.
2: Saying it was twenty five K or fifty K when exclamation point. Exclamation point.
0: Bring in,
4: um, okay, so so. I said... ...plus people, maybe 1,500 people, sitting on chairs surrounding a stage and... Uh, And and, and that's what what it is. I mean, it is what it is. This isn't something I'd brag about. You know, then he posts this photo, and I I think that it's not a surprising photo for him to post because if you go and look at this photo that he posts here, it's like, where have we seen that photo before here? I'm just going to show you a photo of crowds cheering Adolf Hitler on his 51st birthday in 19... 40, outside the Reich Chancellery in Berlin, I mean, you you look at that photograph and tell me that you don't see um, some parallels between those photographs, but you can make up your mind uh, and decide here. Here's a video that Donald Trump posted where he, this is what I said, he's spreading the conspiracy theories, where he talks about that uh, election interference is taking place through the fact that he's being criminally investigated. Play this clip election interference through prosecutors is the new ballot stuffing for the democrat party it's bad it's dangerous it's third world and this is the way they're going to do it they are a disgrace to our nation so you see what he's doing there right he's setting up the conspiracy theory So when he loses, he can try to inspire another January 6th-style insurrection. And finally, here's the post that he makes about uh, Ron DeSantis. He goes, Ron de Sanctimonious is being crushed in the polls, all of them. Many globalists are having second thoughts. Rhinos, Carl Rove, Pauline Ryan, and Jeb Below Energy Bush are beside themselves. They have rarely witnessed a cratering of this magnitude. Maybe they should have told Ron that trying to destroy Social Security and Medicare three times is not a good thing to do. And, and, and here's the thing with Donald Trump donald trump is going to take any issue by the way i mean preserving and protecting (laughs) social security and medicare that's what democrats have been fighting for the republican position the republican party's position is to cut social security and to cut medicare that's what they've always wanted to do but like we have to face it like they're not really republicans they're just a donald trump cult at this point and Um, When you talk about people like Karl Rove and Pauline Ryan and Jeb Bush and, you know, all of these people who Donald Trump refers to as rhinos and DeSantis, you know, these ultimately are very weak people because if they all got together and they all forcefully called out Donald Trump the way Democrats do, the way I think any sane human beings should do if somebody acted towards them the way donald trump acts towards people like chris christie the way donald trump acts to people like carl rove or pauline ryan or jeb bush you know when donald trump calls them out um he's the pauline ryan paul ryan um and and by the way you know that's him you know mocking paul ryan and i think uh Misogynistic way too. Um, but you've got to.
0: This is what I wrote. I wrote when. Oh shit. I fucking like delete it already. Tiny hands, tiny crowds. When Diaper Don lies about the size of his rally, saying it was 25 or 50K when it was no more than 2,000, here's a suggestion for Midas Touch ad. Put those two facts together. And bring in his inauguration lies as well. Same old shit from Diaper Dine. Latest Midas Touch updates on Trump arrest 24-7. Indictment watch make a free phone call 202-514-2000, Department of Justice, and tell them to do their fucking job two years ago, then call Congress 202 202- two two four three one two one tell them to do their fucking job and read the Constitution Section 3, 14th Amendment no fucking insurrections may serve an office. Expel them all two years ago or you are complicit. If I were Joe Biden POTUS two oh two four five six one 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 I would call on the Congress to expel the traitors in their midst post haste and expose the Supreme Court ending post term limits. Wait, Supreme Court uh Expose the Supreme Court's ending term. Oh, um, Tim for Scotus and Supreme Court and U.S. Congress. I've made a mistake. Flush out those corrupt old farts like disgusting turds. They are Democrats, young Dems. Hey, Michael Cohen, you were right about the havoc that the Republicans would do once they took control of the House. But you forget that Afghanistan was the mess of Trump's making. It was part of his wanting to sabotage Biden on his way out. The generals were very much against such an abrupt pullout from Afghanistan. But Don insisted, I call him the terrorist and thief. <clears throat> I wish people would stop depending on elections to solve everything. These politicians are uber criminals and need to be held accountable, prosecuted, Removed from office and disqualified from future public office under the fourteenth Amendment, for example, for a hundred sixty plus GOP traitors from january sixth insurrection. Hold them accountable. Demand their resignations and or removal from office and prosecution. Demand that Congress do something about it. They are the only ones who can expel their colleagues. They should do it and not be such fucking cowards. But you've got to call them and bug them, lots of people. Call Congress, for God's sake. It's a free fucking phone call. There's no excuse for all the mightiest Touch money not to be a- making phone calls to all three branches of government constantly and nagging them to do the right thing. Diaper Don's accountant. Weissman, LOL. Yeah, the one who's serving five months in Rikers Island, LOL. Popcorn. Lock and key. Thumbs up sign. (laughs) Karen Agnifilo just broke the news that Weissman's. Oh, oops. Oh shit. Oh my god.
2: Ah,
0: Right. Well, I lost it. So. Um <laughs> yeah, they one they they don't want me to read that to you. Okay. Everybody. from office, disqualification from office under 14th uh, 14th Amendment, okay. this event hasn't started yet so I'm going to post that on Facebook That is fucking checkmate. Haha. Ha. Okay, and then I'm going to paste this amazing stuff I've got. It's like 2-3000 words. And, uh, expand the Supreme Court, I meant. Supreme Court. And. And fucking term limits. SCOTUS. <clears throat> Probably, um, because I have phone numbers in this, uh, the... so <coughs> Okay. to call them and bug them lots of people And Uh, uh, do your part. Hashtag justice for diaper dawn. (laughs)
2: There's a cowboy in a lock. (laughs) Ha <laughs>
0: <sighs> Shit,
2: but I guess.
0: Then the 2000 selection happens. Then the
2: fucking. But, <clears throat> uh... And fucking Brett Kavanaugh, too. Fucking
0: serial rapist on the Supreme Court. (laughs) I theoretically spit in your face it's
2: on YouTube somewhere
0: called The Day Democracy Died. Anyway. Um, anyway, it's official. We all know, we know what Diaper Don's Achilles heel is. He sucks in the courts. He loses all his court cases. She's fined, forced to settle, forced to settle many times. Oh, you say, I'll never settle. I I, never settle. I never settle. This is good comedy material. Diaper done. diaper done, diaper done. Yeah, I think I get my um longer post So I like paste it on after I make a comment. But that seems to be getting scrubbed from the messages. Hey, stop licking yourself on the beds. Okay, post. Post-it just, uh, wait, hold on. Diaper, diaper, done. diaper, done. diaper, daaan. <clears throat> see if y'all are still there. Okay, great. Today's comida de comida. Okay. Yes, I have hit the thumbs up, of course. Every time. Come on, man, let me in. Let's hear it. Where they get to say, man. They just got a million subscribers and I'm I'm part of that drive. Always oh, constantly actually I just wanna hear it. Oh, this one, this, this is the one that hasn't started yet, just, uh, huh. 300, waiting. okay, I'm just trying to bust the door down. Federal Judge aids, top Trump aides. Huh, turn it over. <laughs> Walworth exposes jim jordan where i heard this I just, this will be posted we've heard this today trump sends bizarre message to grand jury crying for help <laughs> man i'm loving these headlines in fact i'm gonna tweet that
2: I'm saying man I'm loving these
0: headlines (laughs) Modest Touch Tag Modest Touch Thanks and Praises Justice Democrats George Conway Freedom Daily Wildcats Arizona Politics One more person, Occupy Democrats. Okay, um. So, yeah, that's starting soon. I want to go out and do some gardening. Politics go on Republicans' latest propaganda tool revealed. Okay. Politics, this is politics, the hat that every
5: girl with politics, large boobs girl. should know. It's the everyday Bravi Schieberman. We
0: like politics, oh, oh, wait, politics, fragility.
3: This is an entire movement that's oriented around ensuring that I will sacrifice my child's exposure to accurate history because I don't want them to be presented with ideas that may be new or uncomfortable.
0: politics, <coughs> go. <coughs>
5: Welcome to the politics girl Hello. podcast i'm your host lee mcgowan let's get into it today's pod is a candid conversation with julie Kohler. julie is an acclaimed writer with a phd in family social science whose work has appeared in cnn the washington post fortune magazine and the daily beast She has two decades of experience working in philanthropy, advocacy and higher education and is a fellow in residence at the National Women's Law Center and a highly sought after speaker in topics that pertain to gender justice, politics and policy. Julie is also the co-creator and host of White Picket Fence, the winner of the 2022 Communicator Award for Best Society and Culture podcast. White Picket Fence looks at how suburban women have become some of our most contested political actors. Over three seasons, the podcast has examined the social disruptions that have pushed this political realignment among women. Julie points out that motherhood itself is being weaponized for political gain, one side for greater justice, the other in opposition to it. I'm having Julie on today to discuss the mobilization of white suburban women against democracy. In the name of protecting children and parental rights, this particular type of motherhood has been manipulated to advance some very dark political agendas. You can see the efforts of this work on our school boards, with school choice, anti-CRT laws, and anti-LGBTQ laws. It's the ugly underbelly of what should be a positive group looking out for what's best for kids, but who are in reality using their identity as moms to truly undermine other people's rights. So without further ado, please welcome my guest, critically acclaimed writer and speaker, strategy consultant, and host of the award-winning White Picket Fence podcast, Julie Kohler. Welcome, Julie. Thanks so much. It's great to be with you. Well, thank you for joining me. I'm excited to talk to you because you have been really clear in your fascination with mothers as a political force and that really speaks to me personally. I started this project because I was a mother and I couldn't just do nothing as the world that I brought my son in burned. So I understand this passion for parents who want to make the world a better place for their kids. What I don't understand is using the love and devotion we have for our children in order to destroy, to make things worse rather than better for the kids.
3: Yeah, I know. It's really, in one level, completely shocking that we're at this moment where we're seeing this kind of activism among a very specific set of mothers, white conservative mothers. But on the other hand, I have to say it's not surprising in that we've had a long tradition of this form of activism, sadly, in the United States. And this is sort of the latest incarnation. And I think it reflects a conservative movement that's kind of scared they are really scared that they are losing of, of losing power and so they are going to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks and they are going to pull out these tried and true methods that they've used at other backlash moments in history and see if they can make it work again
5: yeah i mean i guess in their minds they are making it better if- uh the white christian patriarchy is where you want to live and you don't want to listen to ugly history about our past or talk about people's differences then you are trying to make it better it's just not real you're not dealing with real life you're dealing with a fictionalized version of it a whitewashed version if you will (laughs) exactly 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 this season on White Pick offense Fence, you're doing a deep dive into this idea of mothers as a political force. Season three left off talking about the challenges that families, especially mothers with young children, were experiencing in America. But now, instead of channeling that struggle into, say, public investments that would make caregiving easier and less expensive, or putting efforts towards getting the childhood tax credit back, or bolstering access to affordable college, or getting guns out of schools, things that would really help children, um, the right is weaponizing mothers against things like public school education and books do you want to talk to me a little bit about that
3: yeah, well, on one level, like I kind of couldn't believe it as I started started to see this pivot because you know when we ended the last season of the podcast, we were at this moment where we're we thought fascism. the Build Back Better Act, what eventually became what's called the Inflation Reduction Act, that was then called the Build Back Better Act, where we thought it might pass, I and mean, we were going to see this once in a generation investment in childcare. We were going to finally become the last industrialized nation to provide paid family leave for all families. We were going to expand the child tax credit make the burdens of you know the financial burden of raising children a little less hard for most families but instead we started to see all these women predominantly women showing up at school board meetings and instead like going after the one remaining public benefit that we really have as families which is our public schools and I just thought like how did this happen but I think you know we really try to kind of debrief and examine like what what was able to transpire in that period and I think what we had were a set of very conservative but also savvy communication professionals who were able to tap into that frustration and overwhelm that we were all feeling, especially those of us who are moms with young kids during the early days of the COVID pandemic. And instead of funneling that to its appropriate targets, that exhaustion and that frustration and trying to get things that would actually make things better, they weaponized it and turned it and and unfortunately turned it into really a war on public schools and so they were able to you know kind of recognize there 's something that 's in the zeitgeist right now, this frustration that 's you know like a, a lot of us are really in suffering, church. and then they were able to really turn it on its head.
5: Yeah. I mean, both parties have been able to use the power of the mama bear, right? This danger of getting between a mother and her child is a palpable force. Most mothers do have this innate need to protect their children. This isn't something that belongs solely to Republicans. And there's you know a big history in america of mothers getting together to get things done you know moms demand action uh, to address gun violence mothers against dri- driving was instrumental in new laws that made us safer but it's the idea of using this energy this kind of power that could you know lift a car off your child if they were trapped and turning it towards bigotry and hate and that confuses me. It feels like a perversion of the power of the mother. It's literally using the claim of protecting children to hurt other people. And I find that alarming. I mean, mothers can be a real force for change. We can agree to that. But there's this mythology to mothers, right? This idea that you should defer to us because we know what's best for our kids. But the question is, whose kids right which mothers know best because what if the actions they're taking on behalf of their children is like you're saying a danger to our democracy or a danger to our public schools or danger so to the with that in mind adults. i'd love to talk a little bit about the biggest group that's doing this right now which is moms for liberty do you mind if we do that Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to give a little background on Moms for Liberty if people don't know it, and then I'm going to get your thoughts on it. So, for those of you who don't know, Moms for Liberty is considered a grassroots organization that was focused on the good of children in American society. It was originally founded in Florida in 2021, with their focus being the opposition to mask mandates in schools. The group's founding documents claimed that the organization would organize and educate and empower parents to defend their parental rights. But even though it started with just masks, the group would go on to advocate for book bans and classroom censorship and the banning of teachings of slavery, race, racism, LGBTQ issues, and community. And like I said, the group claims to be a grassroots organization, but I think to what Julie was saying earlier, the founders actually have incredibly strong ties to high-ranking elected officials and national anti-LGBTQ groups and school boards and major media. The foundation of the organization was laid out by these three women, who are basically from very affluent social circles in Florida, who are vehemently anti-gay, anti-trans, just super conservative Christian white women with major connections to the Republican Party and their donors, people like Heritage Foundation, Koch Family, turning point usa so in truth moms for liberty is actually an extreme right-wing group but instead of being this you know bunch of armed white guys in khaki pants chanting jews will not replace us this is a group of like well-groomed glamorous soccer mom types claiming that they won't co-parent with the government so what is your take on this group right now because they are really growing in numbers and something we need to keep our eye on
3: yeah, they really are something that we have to take seriously because they've proven themselves to be a real threat. And so, you know, I think many of the images that we saw when Moms for Liberty was first sort of.